This is Urban Awakening, and I'm your host, Jose Reynoso. Today's episode is with the one and only Dr. Robert Morse. He's my mentor, he's my teacher, he's my friend, but overall, he's one of the most beautiful human beings I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. His dedication and passion in helping us understand what true health really means and how simple health should be is uh, something that I really respect and um, all his content, all his teachings, there's no secrets behind his method. Everything is available on his YouTube channel. Just uh, look for Dr. Morse. ND and um, you will be able to find his YouTube channel and even more if you just type Dr. Morris and any kind of ailment or supposed disease or unease I'm sure there's a video of Dr. Morris sharing his perspective and his knowledge regarding this topic. He is a um, naturopathic doctor, um, chemist and he has many, many years of experience in this field. He has seen and treated people with all kinds of disease and symptoms, and his success rate is really, really high. I've uh, personally come across his teachings about four years ago. I was in Australia, and I was already into the raw food movement, and a beautiful friend shared with me his book, The Detox Miracle Book, which I highly suggest anybody that is interested in health uh, getting either from Amazon or from Dr. Moore's Health Club website. And when I started reading the book, I remember closing the book right away because I, after a few pages, I was like, no, this this is... This can't be it. It's just craziness. It's madness to think that you can heal your body in such a simple way, although very, very radical to Western ways of treating disease, I guess. And um, even though I was already a raw foodist, which is pretty out there for most mainstream people, I couldn't understand why a high fruit diet will be the solution. You know, they say candida feeds off fruits. They say fruits will get you fat and fruits will increase your blood sugar and you'll have pancreas issues and whatnot and, and cavities and all these things. But really, uh, I think it was just something that got triggered within me fear of really experiencing truth but the same way i got afraid of reading this knowledge and applying it in my life at the first moment something within me clicked and i knew i had to give it a try i always like experimenting things by myself i don't like anybody telling me about it and the only way i can have an opinion about it is by experiencing it. So my partner and I decided to go full on and try the fruit diet. And that was the beginning of the journey where I am now. I'm not currently fully in fruits, but I will still say like 80, 90% of my diet is fruits. So it's a still high fruit diet. I've uh, had many breakthroughs throughout this time. I've done lots of fasting and detox all after encountering this new or being presented with this new philosophy regarding health. I have been fortunate enough to have studied under the guidance of Dr. Robert Morris in his uh, International School of Detoxification in Miami or Florida. And um, I've done his level one and his level two, which is, which is iridology, which is, was another whole world that got opened and, uh, and became available after starting my 
interview. Please comment your thoughts and share your thoughts regarding this interview. And I highly suggest that you start following Dr. Robert Morris. He has so much amazing content, completely free. You don't find that many teachers or experts share their content completely free. They always give you a little taste, but then you have to buy the course, this and that. You can basically learn everything Dr. Morse has to share by watching his videos. Get his book, which is also nice. It's super nice to read. Uh, printed uh, paper book. And, um, and follow, follow the teachings. Just trust and start slowly if that's what you need or if you're in a moment of your life that you need drastic change and you are in desperate need of health, do desperate measures, which means completely changing your focus and the way you eat and trusting into this new vibration of feeding yourself more beyond the physical level, more into the cellular and spiritual level. Like always, if you enjoy this podcast, if you enjoy these interviews, subscribe, rate, comment, share with your loved ones, share with your family, with your friends, and give it a try. It's always nice to try new things and maybe do a 40-day challenge. What will happen if you take a, a new path? I can tell you from my own experience that you'll be amazed of how much you will learn, how much you will grow by adopting a simple but very nourishing diet. Blessings to all. Enjoy the interview. Greetings, Dr. Morris, the one and only. Thank you for joining us for Urban Awakening. Greetings, my friend. Good to be here with you. Thank you very much. So um, you are based in Florida. Um, How's life, given uh, the crazy things that we see and hear from the States? How's Florida hanging on? You know what? I, I love Florida. I do. I love Florida. Florida's a good state uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, the only thing, the rent might be a little high, but you get, you get subtropics in the States. So mm -hmm. uh, I love it. You've got the, uh, uh, the beauty of the greens all over the place. So it, I, I love it. For being in the States, you're, to me, you're one of the best states here. So yeah. I love that. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. When I was uh, doing one of your courses, I, I went uh, just like fruit hunting and just seeing around. And I, I'm from Mexico. And I was like, dude, this is like Mexico, and, but like super nice. Everything works. It's a really, really good surprise, I guess. I would say that it's the closest to Mexico that yeah. there is. Because when you get into South Texas and stuff, it's still pretty flat. A lot of farmland, uh, barren pretty much. So when you get to Florida, you've got, you know, landscaping, you've got palm trees, you've got tropical looks, you, you can raise tropical fruit. Mm -hmm. and, and we're going to get into that about tropical fruit. So um, let's begin on why are we all so unhealthy? What, what's happening? What's, what, what's the missing link? Well, I think... I think for generations, the missing link has been the diet, the, the misunderstanding about the type of diet that humans should have. And the migration of the Homo sapien into northern climates has kind of been in a long way about his downfall because when the Eskimos, and let's use the word that was discovered, I hate that word, but when, you, mm -hmm. when, they, when they found the Eskimo tribes, their average age was 46 years old. But when you looked at their diet, it's predominantly protein. So when you investigate that and you looked at cultures where their diets were predominantly proteins, their lives were extremely short. And then when you went to the islands and you went to tropics and subtropics, the lives were much, much longer. And I've dealt with so many tropical islanders that, that are in the 90s and 100s, and they look like they're in their 60s. I mean, you start putting it all together, and then when you go on a fruit diet and your body starts getting youthful again, and you start hydrating and getting rid of all this acidosis from the proteins, you start going, oh, I get it. Mm -hmm. So it's just, I think, you know, a lot of the brainwashing of the paleo consciousness and the man is a caveman crap and stuff like that, not true. We're islanders. And so when man migrated, 
then when you brought in the advent of the concept of disease, that, 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 that was brought by allopathic physicians who didn't understand anything about health in the first place. So when they did not understand why a symptom existed, they slapped the word disease on it and then tried to treat that, at first with botanicals way back, but then with pharmaceuticals. And I think when you see the advent of uh, antibiotics and vaccines, that's when you start to see the escalation of man's downfall at the cellular level. Mm, wow. Yeah, I think uh, there's so many little snippets and missing links because, you know, nowadays, ketogenic diet, paleo, all these like high protein, high fats oh. diets are thriving, you know, and I think it's just because of the aesthetical looks that you can get in a short period of time, but long term, uh, that's my question, right? Long term butt kick, because you can't do it long term. And I don't care what people feed back to that. Take a look at the athletes for a good example. When athletes are not long lived, and they have a tremendous amount of arthritic problems, especially RAs, bodybuilders who pump high protein powders and things like this, have tremendous amounts of problems. And we know that factually because we work with Mr. Olympia. We work with uh, some of the uh, trainers of Mr. Olympias. And we know exactly what the, of course, we get them in here too. And we know exactly what the blowback of high protein diets are. You can't lie about that to us because in our clinic, we have to take care of these people. Mm -hmm. And so we know what, what it is, but it doesn't fit in chemistry it doesn't fit man's body at all anyway and in fact it doesn't fit any species high protein doesn't even fit the carnivores very well they're the only species of vertebrates that can handle a higher protein diet and those species like the cats sleep most of the day mm -hmm. you know if you look at lions they sleep 20 to 22 hours a day well that's because of the low carbon ingestion carbon is the energetic side of chemistry and that's what man needs the most. Cells are already formed. So you're not looking for heavy amino acid blends. You're looking for high carbon blends, which is your simple sugars. Mm. That's your fruits, your berries, your melons, and your vegetables. So most of the vertebrates, even the omnivore bears, here's a good example. Most people think bears are carnivores. No, they're omnivores. And a bear's diet is not high protein diets. Black bears in particular have very little protein. Grizzly bears diet 65% sage grass. 14% berries, tubers, and other things, and only 7% protein. Then when you examine mother's milks, you'll find that the protein is down at the last part of the constituent of mother's milk. Mm -hmm. So when you see that, it just all comes together that we're not nitrogen beings, we're more carbon beings. Mm, wow, amazing. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's a trend with the keto diet that people are saying, oh, but we've outsmarted nature and now we know that running on fat is way more efficient than in glycogen and we're in constant oh, ketosis. Crazy. That's all crazy thinking, you know. I think there's so many crazy people out there that get into these ridiculous things and then they sell product a lot with that, sell dietary plans, the ketogenic thing. But again, you're getting into ketosis, acidosis, all these are the same things. For what reason? More for an anti-inflammatory hit. Because people feel a little better when they do higher lipid diets. But that's not, they don't build health like our group does, mm -hmm. but they feel a little better. Well, the reason is that because man suffers from acidosis. And anytime you bring in lipids, which is the lymphatic system, that's going to buffer acids a little better. And so it's more of a slightly anti-inflammatory type of diet, but not like a raw diet would be, not like a, a fruit diet would be, which is totally anti-inflammatory totally anti-spasmodic, and totally hydrated. So it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's unconscious. You know what it is? It's man grasping at straws to try to treat his symptoms without understanding causative factors. Wow. And it, if you just have a, for example, the allopathic community is probably the most ignorant in terms of health and vitality. Mm -hmm. and yet they treat people's diseases, and that's the problem. They've convinced humans that the world is full of these diseases, which is totally fabricated, and that man has to treat them with pharmaceuticals or something, mm -hmm. and that, oh, we don't know what the cause is, but we can treat you. And it's wow. like, give me a break. And then we put them on raw diets, hydrate them, get the kidneys to filter, get the lymph moving, and pretty soon all these diseases that are incurable finally are gone. It's like, well, what's that? What's that? Yeah, wow. Yeah. You know, um, uh, picking up on the keto part, you know, like there's a new trend 
topic coming up that is called keto crotch. They're saying that many people are on the keto diet, their crotch smells. It stinks, you know? And I'm like, dude, you should be paying attention to those signs. Your body is raw. It's an acidosis. It's stinky, you know? When you're on a fruit diet, you smell like what you eat, right? Like mangoes, berries, oranges. You're right on, man. You're right on with that. You, you smell just what you, you hit it right on the head. And I've said this for years. You smell just like what you eat. When you eat putrefactive foods, you smell, you stink. You know, I would say this all the time. If you're in a zoo, would you rather smell monkey doo-doo or would you rather go smell cat doo-doo? And I can tell you, you'd rather smell monkey or horse doo-doo than over on the cat side. Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay, so um, there's plenty of videos of you speaking about acidosis. So I think we people, I'm going to give a link for people to watch that. But what will be your definition of health, like a standard? Like everybody, they're like, oh, I think I'm healthy. I don't know. What would be Dr. Moore's definition of a healthy human being? A healthy human being would be a, a being that has endless, boundless energy, that doesn't get tired, that, uh, that they can cut themselves and they don't bleed, that they have no pain, that they can get injured and feel no pain, that injury heals uh, within a day. Um, Someone that's uh, uh, not going to be overweight, of course, might be a little thin, maybe, to man's thinking, but also have adequate muscle. We've got bodybuilders using fruit and salads to build muscle. So, you know, when you look at the primate family that starts out as raw foodists, uh, I tell you this, it'll be amazing to see these families now that are raising their children on raw foods. So... When, they, when those children grow up raw foodists, they raise their children raw foodists. Pretty soon, we will clean all these genetic weaknesses and things out of the lines. And I think that's when you're going to see vitality beyond belief. Mm -hmm. But also, it affects your awareness. It makes you more peaceful, more awake. The mind doesn't chatter as much. You're not as emotionally dependent on things as much. You're more whole as an individual. Uh, mm -hmm. All of those things reflect good health. You don't have fear. You're, you're more stable, balanced. Those are healthy people. Well, yeah, I, I really love uh, yeah. that definition. So some easy to follow steps for somebody to get into that state of uh, health. Okay, so what I would do, first of all, you know, nature uses fasting to clean themselves. It does. Mm -hmm. When animals get sick, they don't eat, right? So think about this, when you, when you don't eat all night long, basically you're kind of fasting through the night. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When you your breakfast, first thing up should be fruit, because you always break a fast with fruit. Mm -hmm. So breakfast should always be a big bowl of delicious, organic, ripe as possible fruit. And have fruit all the way to lunch. At lunch, have a big salad if you like it, you know, whatever you like with that. Avocados, that sort of thing, cucumbers, more veggie fruit, mm -hmm. maybe lettuces because lettuces are very difficult for the homo sapien to break down. We don't grind when we chew. We don't have multiple stomachs. That's why we have those juicers, right? <laughs> for those That's kind of why we have juicers. It's like, yeah. why would you have a juicer then if we can deal with that food? But you can't deal with that. Everybody's into kale, right? Well, try to digest kale. No, I mean, that elephant might be able to, of yeah. course, because they're, they're herbivores. Mm -hmm. And they have the grinding teeth, and they have the multiple stomachs. We don't. Mm -hmm. So we do well with the fruit side. But if you want to have some vegetables, okay, this is a good way to break into this. And then if you, at night, if you want a little vegetable soup or if you want fruit again, which is the best way to do it, have another big bowl of fruit, piece on fruit that night, you'll wake up feeling good. You won't wake up feeling bloated. You'll have a bowel movement that doesn't stick to your butt. Uh, everything will come out good and you'll feel energetic, awake. You won't feel hungover. All of these things like that. And you'll start feeling good. You'll feel energy coming into your muscles like you never felt before. It's wow. not a, a protein build. It's an energetic build. And it's so much. And your flexibility, you don't get stiff and tight. And all these things start disappearing. And you start just feeling really good, boundless energy. You don't get fatigued or fall asleep about after early afternoon. All of these things like that. Oh, wow. Wow. Yeah, amazing. You know, uh, speaking of flexibility, I remember when I started doing uh, the fruit diet and uh, my partner and I will go four days maybe without doing yoga and we will stretch down and be like, holy moly, like I can still stretch even more and I haven't been doing my yoga practice. So yeah, acidosis. It, you know, like acidosis. the body doesn't lie, but that, I think most people don't have enough experience with their own 
own body, so they can't tell if it's good or bad. But when you know your body and then you apply a, a high vibrational diet like the fruit diet, you start like seeing like, I always tell people this example. I used to drive a nice golf Volkswagen. And when you were a teenager, whatever, that's the peak of your life. You're, this is the best. You don't know more. That's, that's your blessed ignorance. And, and you say, what do those people want with their Porsche? That's just like uh, flashy things. Yeah. And then you ride one of those like fruit Lamborghinis or something. You're like, oh, whoa, this is, this, is what the, <laughs> this is what the scriptures have been talking. You know, many Vedic scriptures, you know, Paramahasa Yogananda, yeah, uh, his yeah. guru, Sri Yukeswar, in his book called The Holy Science, he says that the ultimate and the highest diet is fruit diet. And I heard this before reading your book and I thought like, oh, this guy is crazy. But then I read your book and I'm like, okay, you know, like very enlightened beings are sharing this information. Either I wake up or I have to come back and do it all over again. Yeah, exactly. That's the whole point. Either you wake up and start creating all this karma or you're going to come back, you know, and it's like for those that are spiritually inclined and want, want more consciousness, yeah, that's the only way to go, to be honest with you. Okay. So now we're going to dive into um, – um, my, I think my favorite part of interacting with somebody like you, and it's food and consciousness. We're already, for those that are interested, when you go into a fruit diet, it's a high vibrational diet. Could you explain a little bit about that part? Well, you know, understanding how creation is put together is kind of vital. And you know, in classes in the level one, we, I, I bring that out, how the God worlds are put together in creation. And the importance of that is to understand anything that materializes in the physical world also must materialize in the emotional worlds and the mental worlds. So you, everything that's here also has an emotional component to it, has a mental component to it. Science News just came out with a study, they needed a study of course, that said that all animals have emotions at one level or another. Well, I have news for them, all plants do too. And I have news for them, all minerals do too. Anything that has a physical presence also has an emotional presence and a mental presence because those worlds come first. So thought creates creation, emotion drives thought, and then, of course, the physical world is just chemistry packed together, this manifested chemistry. So it, when you look at that and you look at chemistry, it's just frequencies of electromagnetic energy. Well, when you look at energy, and quantum physics brings this out now, that energy has intelligence. Well, you can't touch energy. You can't touch anything. So that brings you into the omnipotent and omnipresence of God. The fact that all things are consciousness manifested in duality. And duality, of course, gives you chemistry, gives you physics, you know, electromagnetic frequencies of electromagnetic energy. So at all these levels, you have certain degrees of form. And at the higher levels of the mind, of course, it's the close to formless that you can get. But the reaction and the ability to create is way beyond this world. You move by thought as opposed to moving the physical body, thinking where you're going to go and then making your, driving your body there or walking your body there. In the mental world, you move by thought instantly. Mm. So it is a higher, it's just learning how creation is put together, mm. but also learning that who's the observer of your drama, who's driving your car, who's playing the role of the movie of your creation. And so that brings you into consciousness or into awareness. Mm. And that is beyond thought. And so it's learning. And I think that the fruits give you the best avenue to get there because it quiets the mind. Mm. You know, thought, so many people follow thoughts. And most people are into thinking, thinking, thinking. Try not thinking. Mm. Wow. You know, a holy man once told me, he said, if you stop thinking and stop talking, there's nothing you won't know. <laughs> I got it immediately because I understood. I've been looking at that. It's like thinking is man's problem, but that's creation. That's great. And if you want out of that and you want to grow, you have to learn how to control the mind and be outside of the mind, not be in the mind. Mm, wow. Yeah. Well, Paramahasa Yogananda said that mango was the yeah. most salvic fruit of them all. And the one that if you only ate and feasted a mango, you will become that observer of everything. And as you said, once that wise man told you to just quiet the mind and be an observer, you tapped into that consciousness. You know, I think uh, whoever is behind uh, the not so nice things happening in this world have been really trying to emphasize that we're so disconnected, that we're the only ones with feelings. Well, now animals, maybe they have emotions, but we know that plants have emotions, minerals have emotion. 
what does this tell us? It tells us that we are all connected. We're all Thank connected you. and there's no individualist thing. So maybe this food makes me look nice physically, but if it's not connected with the astral world, then it's breaking yeah. me apart. You know, it's creating more duality, I guess. Well, if you look at our religions and spiritual teachings, they, and all of them in their own way, teach both sides. But like in Christianity, they use the word omnipotent, omnipresent, omniscient. Hindus, Buddhists use the word consciousness. These are definitions of the all, of a totality. And in that, there's no room for duality. That's within consciousness. You can't have something external to yourself when you're the all of the all. You know, when you're uh, omnipresent and omnipotent and omniscient, there's nothing outside of that. Mm. When you're co consciousness, there's nothing outside of consciousness because it is ever-present. Mm. So that's just a little key for the individual to learn that the mind breeds separation, comparison, analysis, and all this, academics, and all that crap. That's all creation. That's all the drama, the dharma of it all. Mm -hmm. It is awareness that is the key. It's like out-of-body travel. You know, when you start getting on these high diets, you're still going to have a lot of out-of-body travels. Mm. But then, you know, I used to love out-of-body travel. That was the thing. I taught it for years, how to have out-of-body travels and experiences. And then one day there was a whisper in my ear. It said, who's the traveler? Who's the traveler? Oh, I go, oh, oh, yeah. I was too busy in creation trying to get out of creation, but I was traveling looking at that was my main. No. No, you can't travel anywhere and find consciousness. Consciousness is ever-present. So you can't go anywhere to find it because you're already it. And that's part of understanding the difference between the thinker and the observer. Mm, wow. Mm -hmm. um, so mentioning on um, this part of astral travel, you, you, got, you got to the fruit diet because you were trying to, be, uh, to become a breatharian, right? Like that, that was... That was, that was the where I was going. Yeah, breatharianism. I wanted to see that. That's exciting to me. Can you live without food? You know, I mean, when your food is food, is food, is food. When you when you break that, I need to have food crap, and you realize, well, wouldn't it be nice if you didn't have to think about food? Hmm. And I thought, oh man, this is this could be achievable. You know, because the prana, the life force, the, the air has all the chemistry in it that you need. Really, you know, just more refined. You don't have to get it because when you look at eating. Your body's just simply a food processor. It breaks down complex chemistry back down to the simple atomic structures again or elements again. Well, why not just breathe them in? But I'll say this, man is far from the level of a being that can handle that and stay balanced. Mm. Let's just put it that way. I, I was only 20 years old when I got into this and I had to actually start eating vegetables and some cooked food to come down because I couldn't stay in my body. My body was just vibrating with the prana. I just couldn't, I couldn't stop it. And I, I had to, too pure. I, I was too young to be able to be mature enough to be conscious and at the same time handle that level of energy. And my body had to learn how to adapt because the body was not used to that level of energy. Mm -hmm. So my cells were responding to it. And so it takes a little balance and back and forth to developing yourself, to be honest with you. Mm, wow. Yeah, because it's, it's also an increasing number of people that are uh, claiming that they're going a pranic, you know, they're at least going. I, I know a few that are like really like pranic, but most of them is like, it's really like a drive fast where you drive fast three days, you touch down because you have to ground, then you take off again. And it's just this process. And I think, that's one of the teachings you've been sharing a lot lately, dry fasting. Why dry fasting? Which, by the way, I love. It's, I think it's the golden, golden key once you depart from fruit. Yeah, I do too. And I, early on in my career, I didn't think so because I've always dealt with the most complicated health cases yeah. on the planet, it seems like. You, know, you always the, get the worst. You always get the worst of the worst. Oh, my God. You wouldn't believe it. I mean, we keep Kleenexes in everybody's room because everybody cries around here a lot because of the cases we get. It's just like the worst of the worst, you know, trying to rebuild genetics and, and work in these mutated cases. And then the tumors we get are like football sizes and stuff. And it's like, oh, my God. So, you know, it, it, it definitely is a, an interesting uh, journey for us. And so, yeah, yeah, it's been, uh, it's been a ride. Wow. Yeah, amazing. But I think, I think now, uh, luckily, I'm seeing that also that more people are going to your 
courses to the International School of Detoxification that we are not going there because we are sick, but because we are healthy and vibrant, but we actually want more. And I think that's why now you can give different content. Now you're going more into the spiritual side again because, okay, we're eating right, but here and here we have, yeah. to, we have to create that balance, right? It's funny you bring that up too because if you watch my classes over the last 20, 25 years, there was a day I couldn't talk much spiritually just because of the people that were in the class, seven-day Adventists and uh, all types of levels that were uh, I didn't want to upset. And I, I wouldn't let me bring forth some of the teachings I wanted to. But each year, each class lets me get deeper and deeper into consciousness. And the last class, we were buzzing. <laughs> Everybody was going, whoa, shit. You know, and it's like, but they've opened themselves to be able to handle this. And that, that's cool for me. I, I, I'm home now. I, I've been waiting for this for 50 years. You know, it's like, this is cool now. The planet is able to handle this more and more and more that you people like yourself are being able to handle these high levels. And it's like, yeah, baby, now we're going to rock. <laughs> I, I can see you in your chair being like, I've been waiting, guys. Finally, finally. I know. I know. The things I used to write years ago, even when I was an echo car, they wouldn't publish it. They said way too advanced for the planet. I'm going, what? You know, so now. It's okay, so that's my next question, because I remember when I did my iridology, my second part, we all end up doing a hum and like a meditating yeah, circle. Totally. And we we're like, Dr. Morris, when is it happening? When is it going to be like a full on spiritual, all inclusive adventure? We, we, we're ready. We're ready. And we want it. I know it's moving that way. You know, it's moving that way. But you know, when it comes to it, years ago, I used to have a lot to say about it. Now I don't because it's like I've been intertwining it so much into the health teachings yeah. that I've been teaching you guys how to quiet that mind, how to pull away from the thinker mm -hmm. and how to become the observer. And people are now digging into that deep alone state. And that's what we have to talk about is how you deal with those deep alone states, mm -hmm. those states where it's just where you lose your points of identification and how do you exist in creation without having any points of reference because mm. this is high levels of awareness and you can only have so much of that while still being embodied mm. because you can't, you can't navigate. You, you, you know, it's difficult and communication with others is extremely difficult. So yeah, if anything I have to say, balance is probably more what I have balance. to balance. Okay. Yeah. So that's uh, that's something I also wanted to touch upon balance because you know, I see people, Okay, getting excited and going all fruit diet, but then at home, their whole family doesn't support them like most families. Maybe even their city doesn't su uh, support their, their lifestyle because they don't have fresh tree-ripened fruit. So um, how can somebody listening to this achieve some balance in their life when they're going for this health uh, journey? I, I think if you're – I try to promote the fruit diet during detoxification. Okay. And then – if you're getting out there and you're also developing your ability to be awake and getting away from thought and those things that rob you of energy, thoughts rob you of energy, emotions rob you of energy, anything that, anything that uh, obstructs the flow of energy causes disease and thoughts are, are disruptive to the flow of pure energy. Even though some people might look at thoughts as pure energy, they're not. They're aspects of pure energy. So when you start to get into pure consciousness, that's pure energy. The, uh, I just have to say that sometimes you, you're going to eat things that are not uh, what you would think. Maybe something cooked, maybe uh, something like that, and you start to beat yourself up and say, no, no, you can't do that. I try to push as much raw and fruitarian thinking as I can while you're detoxing. But if you're getting out there, you've got to ground yourself. You've got to touch the earth. Yeah. You got to get your shoes off. You got to, you've got to, you, you can't always uh, be, uh, you got to hug a tree or something that's more grounded, you know, mm -hmm. and maybe eat maybe some vegetables or something to ground yourself to, to you can develop your ability to handle these high levels without having to do that. Mm -hmm. And there's a process, you know, it just takes time. You can't jump from a, a, a uh, avid moviegoer. It means you're, you're into your own movie and to the awakened one watching your movie and, and expect not to have, you know, some development there. Some, uh, um, I don't know, you're just, you just, uh, development's the only word I know is, is, and also bringing the body along to handle those high energies. 
Mm. My body used to cramp uh, from, from being, because it's pure conscious, you know, and trying to teach from those points of view. I'll give a lecture like I do the classes, and I tell you, I got to go home and stretch out because it's like I'm buzzing so much I can't even see you guys anymore in the class you know you look like one big ball of energy <laughs> so I gotta go ground because my body's going boop, boop, boop. <laughs> so I just gotta go sometimes I'll eat something cooked or something different yeah. I'll eat back on the ground get my body you know energetically balanced yeah. and it's, it's difficult to understand for a Puritan but you understand it when you start playing in the world of consciousness yeah. and I think I think it's very important for people listening to this that uh, it's okay to eat some cooked food here and there because yeah. you have to learn to read your environment. You know, if you have a family affair and you keep on your fruit diet, you're going to clash. It's going to be an atomic bomb and it's going to end up bad because you're the crazy one doing fruit. So in my own journey with uh, Bianca, we were doing raw food and some vegan food and then your book landed in my lap in Australia. In Australia. And uh, I read the first paraphrase and I like, what fruit diet this guy is crazy i closed it fear i think that was a basically fear i was like i it was too much information but something sparked in and i opened the book again four days later i started reading and we got hooked and i said bianca october 1st we're going all fruits she was afraid that she was going to gain all this weight eating bananas and all this and i was like i trust I, you became my friend on youtube like many other people we're like oh i know this guy from back in the day i'm sure and um And then we went fruit on for a whole year. And it was, as you said, we were vibrating, sleeping very little. But then we got back to the city and we couldn't handle that. So yeah. at the beginning, it was hard for me or for us to eat cooked food because we felt guilty. But then I learned that you have to be able to adapt to your environment without losing your vitality and, and, and your inner self, I guess. That's a trick. And, you, you know, you're bringing up excellent points because this is the trip. Because when you start being an all fruit, the one thing you lose is the need to sleep. <laughs> you're, you're become more awake, and the more conscious you become, there is no more sleep. Well, that's hard on the physical body, let oh, me yeah. tell you. When I first got into this, I was total fruit, of course. I, I was out of my body more than in the body, and then my body, when I, when I would pull myself back in and have to deal with it, my body just, just I just couldn't take it. So there was a need to balance out a little yeah. bit from that. So I actually had to, I hate to say it, come down mm -hmm. a little bit to deal with uh, the dealing with others. And I say that too, what you bring out something very important is I've seen family members kill their fam other members by chastising them and pulling them away from their diets when they really needed it. They were yeah. tumor ridden or whatever. We just had a, a case where you've seen that where, a mother and a husband uh, pretty much terminated the uh, the individual there. And uh, sad stuff, to be honest with you. But you see that a lot. Uh, matter of fact, I, I could pull almost three-fourths of the people out of nursing homes. I could pull all these older people out of nursing homes easy, get their get their rid of their dementias, get them back to work. Families don't want them. You know, I mean, I, I'm telling you, I run into all kinds of problems like this. And then, of course, families who don't understand that the fruit is the superior food of man. And, and then they think, well, food out of your grocery store? And, you know, half of that's unripe and bitter. So you, you people don't want, what do you mean? That's crap food. So, yeah. But if you ever tasted a pineapple fresh, ripe off a plant mm -hmm. or a tree-ripe navel orange, there's oh. no bitterness to it. It's candy, it's candy, you know? And it's like, oh, my God. You know, when your food puts a big smile on your face, that's incredible mm. and that's what a good vine or tree ripe fruit would cause a big smile on your face it's nirvanic mm -hmm. and yeah. i think we are all much uh well needed of a big smile in our face constantly yeah. and um uh, i think yeah it's, it's very important for people to know that it's okay to touch base and actually even more we need more of us working in this society touching base not living only on fruits in pranic state because Our families and our members need us and we need to be at their own level. So if we come yeah. crashing like the fruit uh, front, we, we won't get anywhere. So we have to be able to relate with them, I guess. Or uh, even, uh, even if you do, you keep it subtle. Because when I first got into this, I thought, oh, I found truth. I found truth. Yeah. So I was telling my friends, what little friends I had back then, because I've been in the woods for so long. And I, most of them walked away from me. And I realized, you know what? Maybe I was overzealous. Maybe I was too excited about something they, couldn't, they weren't ready for. 
And it's a big learning lesson, you know. So this is why I've taken the back door to consciousness, which has been the, the diet. People are suffering so much now, they're willing to do anything. Mm. That's where man is. It, oh, yeah. The human cell is degraded to a point where, you know, you, you, you got to do this or you're not going to make it, basically. They're reaching so, out. Yeah. And so they're learning that more and more. Look at the thousands that are getting healed on just off our YouTube channels. All you guys helping others, they're all getting their, their, their tumors out. They're all getting out of wheelchairs. They're all getting better. And it's like, that's amazing. And so that's what's going on, the recognition of why man suffers and what's simply how it takes. You know, the allopath has made it such an intellectual game, uh, an academic game that most people are afraid of diseases. Oh, they're incurable. I, I'm stuck. I have nothing to do. I'm going to die. Totally untrue. Big lies out there. Lies. Health is simplistic. Life is simplistic. Keep it simple. Mm, I remember that's the thing that called me the most from your system. It was like, eat fruits, eat all you want, because when you're satiated, your body won't, more, it won't eat more fruits. Eat organic tree-ripened fruits, which sometimes can get hard. That's why sometimes you touch base with something else that it's uh, organic and more local, let's say. But it's so simple. If you do listen to your body your body won't lie the rest can lie the doctors can lie i can lie but your body never lies so where does all this fear come from like uh where like what's 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 up with us i think fear comes from individuals that have lost their states their awareness that they're so uh driven by society their churches their towns their governments that they're so externally focused And, of course, that's all propaganda. I think Jesus termed the marketplace. You know, I forget what Buddha said, but it is all that sort of thing. It, it's the drama. And so in that, you lose yourself. So your world is full of fear. And when you see people dying from what they call cancer, all that's fear-driven because it's the treatment of cancer, what they call cancer that kills. And then they've made a damaged cell, the word cancer. And, and of course, people die from their treatments all the time of that. And so that's where all the fear is. And it's like, and, and they see people that's mutated and they realize that, oh, look, there's nothing you can do. But that's because they don't understand that there's two sides of chemistry, that duality rules where you have degeneration, you also have regeneration. So when you understand what side of chemistry degenerates a person, go to the other side of chemistry. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize that. <laughs> Uh, well, speaking about uh, acidosis, there's such a, a high addiction or opioid uh, epidemic in the U.S., Florida, especially. Uh, why? What are trying? What are people trying to suppress? What? What's? Uh, what? I still say it's a need to have a buzz, a need to be conscious, a need to have an altered state of consciousness mm -hmm. because they're not happy within the drama they created, mm -hmm. and they don't realize they created their own drama. Oh, this, this guy caused me pain and suffering, or she caused me pain and suffering, or this person did this to me, this person did that. I'm sorry, nobody does nothing to you. You do it all to yourself by your own thoughts, your own desires, and your own actions. You don't have to let anybody into your world. Whatever, whatever you allow to take place in your world and whatever you put out comes back. The law of physics, for every action, there's an op opposite and equal reaction. Uh, Jesus said, you reap what you're so Buddha just mailed it down and said, listen, call it karma, baby. Hmm. You know, and, and so you have to understand that. It's a natural law of physics. So what we put out, we get back. And the average individual doesn't realize that everything they're experiencing is a blowback, maybe not even from this lifetime, but it's still a blowback. And when you understand that, change what you put out. Hmm. But if you don't awaken, then you live in the world of fear because the mind separates you from reality separates you from consciousness that's its job is mm. to create duality so you can have form you and i can talk together like this we can have fun we can dance in the moonlight and that sort of thing in consciousness it's all one there is no dance there is no form it's the formless worlds mm. so there's a real need to have form at certain levels so it's just that when you come out of yourself you lose yourself that builds fear loneliness and yet you're always alone So it's just a lack of spiritual awareness. It's also your attention is so captured by others. You allow that. It, it all boils down to your attention and where you put it. Mm. Or not. Or not. Or not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 
And uh, you mentioned before that we also know, and you also for sure know that plants have spirit and they have emotions. And that's one of the other strong components of, of your methodology, right? Of your process. Herbs. Why do we use herbs? Uh, because I've heard some people saying like, oh, no, we fruitarians, we don't need anything. They're poisonous for us, whatever. So, Well, I, when I look at the botanical kingdom, I see them as individuals, just like everything else, mm -hmm. created for individual body parts. Mm -hmm. So the man created this illusionary concept of disease, but uh, the creator created body and body parts. So when you look at botanicals differently, you realize that they're to help the structure function part of the body, which is the cells. Then there's herbs that help to increase the movement of fluids. And there's the herbs that help break up hardened mucus in the body and lymph nodes. So when you look at herbs more for body systems and the cells of the body and the fluids of the body, which is all the body is, is cells and fluids, then you start realizing a whole different way. So when you look at the foods of today, they, they've been... Uh, uh, the way they've been raised and mutated that doesn't have that power that botanicals have. Botanicals haven't been played with genetically. So they're power, they're powered up. So when I started using botanicals, because I'm a nature path for 50 years now, almost, I, I was using supplements early on, but it wasn't fitting with my consciousness because I was an out of body. I was into God, into the one. And so I realized then these, these whispers saying, look what I created, you know, And I got into botanicals, and then I guess it helps someone so much better get better faster. You don't have to, but I'll show you the difference of some of the, say, two people that have tumors now. One just goes on fruit diet, say a grape diet, and the other goes on grapes but also adds herbs. I'll show you the speed difference mm, wow. much faster. And then especially people in wheelchairs that have got, say, Lou Gehrig's or MS or Parkinson's, Adding botanicals, oh my God, you can, you can get them out of the chair in a fraction of the time. Mm, wow, yeah, I've noticed that well, as soon as I include some botanicals, I start getting those uh, detox symptoms right away. Everything starts pushing and moving, and I'm like, I'm with a big smile. I'm like, yeah, this is what we want, right? Oh, yeah, because herbs enhance the function of cells. Yeah. Think of the cells as structure function of the human body. Floods just take care of the cells, and you only have two of them. You only have blood and lymph. It's the misunderstanding of, and the lack of understanding of the lymphatic system mm. that kept man in this ignorance. So why is there a symptom? Well, if you don't understand what acidosis does and what the lymphatic system does in the human body and how it's tied to the kidneys and the skin, you don't understand anything about it. So you're, you're, you're trying to find something out there to treat, again, your symptoms. Stool implantation is a big one. Urine therapy all kinds of isolates, things like this. And it's like ridiculous stuff, but people are trying to find a way to cure diseases. There is no cure for diseases. It's fabrication. It's fabrication. You have to understand acidosis and what dehydration and hydration is and, and how the role of the kidneys in the skin. When you put that all together, then you have a huge aha moment. You know, when I brought out the kidneys and the importance of filtration, I had calls from anatomy physiology professors from all around the world. Call them and go, you just answered our questions of how the body gets rid of metabolic waste. These are acids, not alkalis. And so it just started to make sense to more and more of the A&P professors. The mm. problem is in some of the professors, they're trapped in colleges that won't let them teach uh, expanded awareness of these things. They have mm. to teach the old ways. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's why medical doctors don't do, do not understand anything about health and vitality. Mm -hmm. They're stuck. Let me let me add there that for any professional listening to this or amateur that wants to learn, getting the uh, Detox Miracle book will be probably the book that will teach you the most about how the body works. Period. Yeah. Simple and easy, and you will be amazed about how much information is there. So I have some um, questions that because I've worked with so many people, I do also retreats uh, around the world. And uh, we always, at the beginning, we're hesitant. Should we introduce a fruit diet? I think they're going to think we're crazy. Like, we're, you know, we're in a point in time that we're not to do things half-assed. Sorry for my French. We have to go full on and I'm going to share what I believe in, right? Okay. So from all those people, I asked them what kind of questions they wanted to ask Dr. Morris. And somebody said... Um, What does Dr. Moore eat? What do you eat today, for example? Okay, so my breakfast is always fruit. Mm -hmm. My breakfast is always fruit. My lunch is always salads. 
My afternoon can be fruit or I piece on different veggies or sometimes I'll junk. I'll have a cookie or something, you know, if I get in that mood or something. It depends how busy I am and yeah. all of that sort of thing. So and sometimes I'll have some cooked soup mm-hmm. in the afternoon, that sort of thing. Okay. But awesome. I always try to end my day with fruits and start my day with fruits and then I'll do salads. I stay pretty grounded at that level. If I really feel anything in my body, then I move to totally fruits. Okay. But okay. Uh, I feel pretty good. You know, yeah, yeah, you look great. You look great. Um, so well, uh, I get my hair color back. You know, I keep getting everybody's hair color back, but I, I, I'm sometimes I'm a little uh, complacent on taking my herbs and stuff because I did for years. You know, sometimes you burn out and you just get a little complacent and you know that sort of thing. We all have our bad habits. Yeah, we all have. A, we're all human, right? <laughs> we're the part of being humane. Um, so uh, somebody else said, "Okay, I'm a." Uh, I'm really into the fruit diet and everything. And I think I've done my detox and my fasting and my cleanse stage. Now I'm ready because they love sports and they love high performance. What would uh, the menu of somebody look like that day that wants to build up some muscle and do like endurance training or whatnot? Well, then I would do the same type of diet, but I would add a lot of green juices. Okay. You know, because you want the amino acids if you're going to do that. But here's the thing. When you get up on these high fruit diets, there is no fatigue. You can run, 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 run. There's a tribe that's almost an all fruit tribe. I forget New Guinea or somewhere, but they take off on a 26 mile run. Their heart rates, respirations are the same when they get back as when they started. Oh, wow. I mean, I've gotten people so far out there that they don't get tired. I had my uh, clinic by a uh, gym once. And I had this guy, and he wanted to go way out there on the fruitarium. I said, okay. So one day, I, I was sitting in my office about 7 in the morning. You know, I was sitting there kind of catching up on stuff, and he come walking in. And I said, how you doing, man? He said, well, I just got through running five miles on the beach. I've been to the gym first thing at 5 o'clock working out. I went out to the beach and ran five miles, and I'm back to work out. And I'm going, what? He goes, I can't get tired. I'm bored. <laughs> that is when you know you're getting there, baby. But if you're looking to be bulky, then I'm going to say probably add the green drinks, especially a lot of alfalfa, stuff like that. Okay, okay. You know, pack with the, the aminos. You want to understand there's two types of foods, acid ash foods and alkaline ash foods. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to pump on acid ash food, you're going to lose your kidneys. You might get bulky, but you're going to pay a price for that. Stiffness, acidosis, the kidneys are going bye-bye, and then the arthritis has come. The lack of calcium is ripped out of your body, so then you start seeing collapsing of muscles, blowing rectums, all kinds of things start to take place in your body. No. But if you're using alkaline ash foods, then you don't get that blowback because it's your electrolyte-rich diet. Cal- mm. Plenty of calcium, plenty of all the other usable elements. Mm. But if you're pumping proteins, that's calcium deficient. Proteins rob the body of calcium, not put it back. So it's, it's just a way of looking at that. Mm. And, and so... When you change that, you're going to feel more flexibility. You're not going to get that stiff, protein, bulky feeling. You know, you're going, to, you're going to be able to be flexible like more in martial arts. If you're a martial artist, you're going to love that because you're going to have all types of flexibility mm-hmm. and power. I mean, there's a power to the muscles that are not just bulk. Exactly. I don't, yeah. It's a prana power to the muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, another question. Um, What's a really awesome story of a case you, you have, like a really unique, maybe that you haven't shared or you've shared sometimes, uh, like somebody wants to know a really cool story from you? Oh, my God. How many do I have? I've got thousands of them. I say the most uh, exciting stories is more the Lou Gehrig's and MS that are in wheelchairs that, have, that are starting to get modeled that can't speak anymore or, or, talk, or talk or sing or anything like that. And then one lady in particular was so bad. She was a singer, famous singer. And she got to the point where she couldn't in a wheelchair. She couldn't talk anymore. She was starting to go back to the fetal position. That's what acidosis does to you. In six months, we had her talking, singing, and walking. Not running, but we had her pushing her stroller and everything else. That's pretty good from that position. And we've had even worse cases that were down and just so modeled that their body had been grown together, start to open up like a flower and start to talk and start to do things. We've had incredible cases like that. Uh, I had a C3, C4 quad, head-on car crash, complete spinal cord separation. 
So she was called the Velcro Queen because her spasticity was always throwing her out of her wheelchair. They had to strap her in. And she could only move her wheelchair with her tongue. She had a little lever there, and she could only use her tongue to move her wheelchair. Oh, wow. In 11 months, I had her totally reconnected, head to toe. So those cases are really inspiring. Because, and I had another quad who had a trampoline accident at the age 16. At 57, I got him. He had wow. extreme scoliosis to the right. His right leg had fractured, was up two inches shorter than the left leg, a big bulge in the femur. In his 11, 11th month, the same 11th month, maybe that's 11-11, who knows, but the 11th mm -hmm. month, his back pulled itself straight, and his leg, who had healed at 28-degree angle, pulled itself straight equal to the other one. And I have the x-rays. And I, I, I had to try to get a radiologist at a local hospital that I had spent some time at. He wouldn't comment at all. And Fox News, ABC did stories on him, and they were going, what? Mm, and they were wow. filming the x-rays. They were filming the client and, and listening to the story, and they were just freaked out. And those are the kind of cases you look for. The cancer cases are what those have been diagnosed, which we don't treat any diseases, you know. That, that, that's an incurable focus. But those that have had tumors and things, we've cleaned them up so fast it's not even funny. So the world over, we've cleaned up, I can't even tell you, tens of thousands of these cases. Now, there are those that are so advanced, it's, you know, we haven't been getting everybody because you come to us and your body has just that massive tumors all through it. You've taken tons of chemo, radiation, and now your body has major tumors chewed up and you're barely breathing. Yeah, difficult to save those. Hmm. Wow. You know, but they're still looking for help. You know, it's a sad thing. Well, um, thank you very much. So, well, you live in the States and, and you are sharing these uh, teachings and wisdom that goes against the very foundations of, of the U.S., um, <laughs> let's say in that way. Um, what, what's happening with uh, the whole FDA and botanicals? And like, uh, can you share some light on that? Well, with the FDA, the FDA goes to our lab once a month. It always harasses them. But we stay within the confines. The whole thing with the FDA is you can't treat diseases. If you have herbs for diseases, supplements for diseases, you're going to get in trouble mm. because you can't make claims, curative claims. So we don't make those anyway because we teach the opposite. That's all fabrication of the medical mind anyway. And when you learn truth, and you use herbs which are considered foods in America properly, you're, we don't do anything wrong that way. And if we did, we come back, we got a great legal team that's involved in government overreaching. And if you don't have attorneys that know that level, then you're, you're not using good attorneys. And the average attorney, no offense to any attorney out there, just is not your Perry Masons. So mm -hmm. there are a lot of attorneys are afraid of people like the FDA and stuff. We're not afraid of those people, they're criminals. Look at what they just allowed. They just allowed a new opioid. During all this, and at 60 Minutes just did a, just did a show on it last Sunday on wow. this opioid they allowed, which is a thousand times stronger, a thousand, get this, a thousand times stronger than morphine sulfate. Morphine sulfate wow. will take you out, but it's 10 times more powerful than fentanyl. A little bit of wow. fentanyl will take you out. Yeah, it will take the whole U.S. out. Yes, against medical doctors even advice. Oh, you can't approve these levels at this, 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 this opioid at this level. The people will die by the thousands. They did approve it. So you see corruption has infiltrated our government badly. So that's what I'm hoping will work out. And so the head of the FDA just resigned. Thank you very much. But, you know, we need an FDA that has nature pass, people that understand health. But most naturopaths now are trained medically. So now you've got stupid naturopaths that are telling people that are high acidosis to go on high-protein diets. They're, th they're throwing them deeper toward the grave. They're not helping them naturopathically. You know, so it's gotten a little bit crazy in this country. So where are we going? What's, uh, what's uh, Dr. Moore's prediction of the next years? You know what? The more we cure, the more we have good court cases. Mm. And then we're preparing for good court cases because one day, you know, the karma is a blowback. It's like chemotherapy. You know, you can burn a tumor to the point that it shrinks and then they say you're in remission. I can take a torch and burn a tumor and shrink it. 
but the blowback from that mm. adding you know chemo and nursing has been likened to Drano. So when you take when you're legally allowed to give Drano to humans, you're 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 a criminal right off. Yeah. And those that allow that. So that's just part of the problem. When that's understood fully, the blowback is going to be massive because the amount of deaths are massive to this. And so it's just, we just keep educating, we keep teaching, we keep healing people, because that's all you can do. That's all you can do. It's hard to make a change in these higher levels because it's so corrupt. Judges are corrupt in this country. Our judicial system is one of the most corrupt. People don't realize that. I've been in the federal court a lot. And I can just tell you, in, in one, I fought the IRS in this country a lot because they're corrupt as heck. And so I've been after them for years. Well, they threw me into bankruptcy one time. Who has six different judges, federal judges, brought in from all around the country to deal with a bankruptcy? See, my legal team is crap, baby. They know exactly how to deal with government overreach because they know the law. They know the truth. And you just don't get that in this country like you think you do. Mm, wow. Yeah, so I guess... The only thing we can do ourselves is keep preparing, keep ourselves healthy, because that moment, the gap in time and space will open, and we have to be ready exactly. to, to take and over. Get away, and get away from the concept of diseases. Yeah. Get away from that fallacy. Understand there's only two sides of chemistry. The body is just made of cells and fluids, and that there's only two fluids in the body that match the two sides of chemistry. Figure it out. And that metabolic waste, the waste from cell respiration, cell metabolism are acids, not alkalized. And so somehow medical doctors think people have alkalosis, which is their great folly. It's all acidosis. And so when you understand chemistry wrongly, then you, you, it messes you up. So they don't understand the simplicity of wellness. Matter of fact, medical doctors don't have sewage 101, and all medical students should learn sewage 101. How does the body, how does the house, how does the car, how does the factory get rid of its waste? It's acid waste. Yeah. You know, yeah. we bitch about acid rain and acid air, but where does it come from? Waste and byproducts from factories, cars, and things like this, because these are acids, just like the waste from the human body are acids. Like I'll give this example. If you forget to change your baby's diaper in a timely manner and you open the diaper up and there's a rash on the baby's bottom, what is that? That's acids. Mm -hmm. And so urine, it should be acidic. It's the body eliminating its metabolic waste. And if that isn't happening, where are these acids going? Nowhere. And so that starts the inflammatory process, inflammation. And then from there, then it becomes intracellular, and then the mutation of the cell, and then you can claim cancer cell or, you know, mutated cell, that sort of thing. Mm, wow. Yeah. So it's understanding the great lymphatic system. You understand that one. I did a video on the YouTube with an A&P professor. She's also a medical doctor. Mm -hmm. And we did, a, uh, we did a YouTube on the lymphatic system. And okay. so it helps people to understand that there's a lot of lies going on in the medical community about that. And a lot of these tests, a lot of these uh, these studies we have on our our website uh, is studies that they don't they don't want you to see. Mm -hmm. But these are these are done by reputable universities, and it's like they don't want you to see those. I remember, like when you mentioned uh, that Alzheimer was uh, excess protein, and, and nobody believed you, but then it came out in the American Science uh, magazine, right? Yep, there you go. Um, okay, so to finish up. Um, I was thinking about doing another question, but I think this one is very important. Uh, imagine you have two minutes uh, of national-wide TV to all the light workers in the world. What's your message for everybody that is doing this, uh, this path or is on, on this path? Uh, what could you My share? My message to the light workers is stay in the now, stay in the present. Learn to stop thinking. Put the mind outside of yourself. Tell your mind, if you need something to know, tell your mind to go get it and bring it back to you. Always be awake in the present moment. Uh, remember balance, but develop yourself to the ability to always remain in the present. And in that consciousness, all answers will be given to you in, in the way for your journey. And then you can have the fun of the universe. Never take things seriously. Keep everything simplistic. Learn, if you're, if you're dealing with humans, learn how the simplicity of duality, the simplicity of chemistry, and teach simplicity. Don't try to be greater than others. Learn humility and, and, and just be in the now. 
That's the greatest, greatest way you can maintain yourself and get used to the alone state because you will always be alone, yet you will be one with all things. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Well, Dr. Morse, thank you. Thank, thank you, you so much. It's been a pleasure. It's been a great honor again to see you. I'm Love sure you. I'll see you again. I'll, I'll go down to uh, Sarasota and have some amazing mangoes and navel orange. Yes. Soon. And yes, yes, yes. I want to encourage everybody to join uh, Dr. Morris uh, in the International School of uh, Detoxification. Amazing staff. Everybody's amazing. And, uh, and I'll post all the links for your herbs and botanicals. Oh, by the way, uh, if somebody had to take two products from your line, which ones will it be? I always tell them GA Broom and Heal All Tea. With that, you can go to Apocalypse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are two great ones right there. That would be a good balance to you. Or you can do kidneys in a lymphatic. Uh, after a while, you get cleaned up, use upper circuit brain and nerve. That'll bring all kinds of awareness to you, uh, especially the children. It increases their academic abilities. I mean, it's amazing when you see what's going on with the kids' raw foods. And then working in the brain and increasing brain power. I mean, it's amazing. So, yeah. Yeah. Those amazing. two, have fun with them. Okay, awesome. Thank you very much, Dr. Morris. Let's okay. chat soon again. Beautiful day. Bye. You too, my friend.